Hello, hello. Great to see you again and welcome back to another installment of MSP Success Spotlight. I'm your host, Ryan Ruff, and boy, do we have a great episode on tap for you guys today. As you know, each episode, we bring a new MSP on to talk about their services, you know, in the IT world, in the cybersecurity world, get their in industry insights, as well as learn some of those differentiating factors. You know, what separates them really from the pack and allows them to provide a top tier quality service for their clients. And then, of course, to maintain those relationships the clients build new ones over time. All the good stuff. We're going to be getting into it today with Mr. Paul Tracy. That's the owner and president of Innovative Technologies up in Malta, New York, or should I say the upstate region really of New York. Paul's company serves that region as well as a few other places. We're going to get into that specifically, but Paul's company in Innovative Technology spends a lot of time and a heavy focus here on cybersecurity. A lot to unpack within this conversation. So let's go ahead and bring Paul on to get the conversation rolling today. Paul, how are you doing today? Good to see you. I'm doing great. Thanks for having me, Ryan. Happy to have you. Happy to have you with us. Um, Paul, I'd love to give our audience a little bit of, you know, some further background on just you, yourself, your personal, your professional journey uh, to innovative technologies. Walk me through what got you involved in this this space to begin with and really what led you to starting and, and becoming the owner here of Innovative Technologies. Well, my journey was was kind of a long one. So uh, back in 2003, I, I had a shoulder injury that that put me out of work. And so um, I went back to school for networking, um, finished that, got into the enterprise IT world, um, first managing help desk and then uh, moving on into uh, hospital enterprise IT. Um, and it was really that experience that, that drove me to start the business. Um, just looking at this, the situation in enterprise IT and then realizing um, what that situation looked like for small businesses. Um, and, and that was not a great picture. Gotcha. So when you're looking at these small businesses and going through that IT work, so that was kind of a motivating factor to get innovative technologies off the ground. What's it been like for you being your own business owner, going through that process of building the company to what it is today? You know, walk me through what that's been like for you. Um, it's, it's definitely been a journey. So we started in, in 2012. Um, and as we all know, the cybersecurity conversation has, has escalated since then. It really wasn't, um, outside of compliance in medical and finance really wasn't a, a conversation that people were having. Um, so the, the first few years was a, a, a struggle in educating uh, potential clients and prospects about what the risk actually are uh, and what damage can be done. Sure. And Paul, walk, walk me through some of the clients that you work with. Do you guys have a, a specific, you know, industry that you guys, you know, put a lot of your work towards or do your, your clients range across a variety of industries? Uh, there's really a range. Um, mm -hmm. We tend to focus in medical because we do offer a, a industry leading really compliance uh, package with our services. Um but we certainly don't exclude anyone that wants to make their, their network secure, right? Um, this is a kind of, we're all in it together. Um, and I think we look at it a little differently because it is a community situation. Um, all of our businesses are connected and, and small businesses run our economy. So, um, uh, you know, this is a, a group effort from everyone. 
Sure. And I've got to imagine, you know, working on such an intimate level with a small business, it's got to give you a sense of self-satisfaction, you know, to go in, maybe streamline some cybersecurity systems within a given company and work, you know, you know, hand in hand with a business owner. How does that feel at the end of the day for you to know that you're really making a difference for yet another small business, you know, that is the driving force behind our economy? We, we see it uh mm -hmm. continually um it's it's really my greatest source of, of satisfaction um when you go in and, and redo someone's it infrastructure and give them uh security and, and compliance standards you're not just affecting their security you're affecting the business as a whole so uh, process and procedures efficiency underutilization of technology um certainly waste in some areas uh, it's really a change for the entire business and it's a change for the better because it supplies information that that ceos and management might not necessarily be aware of uh, without those things in place Sure, sure. Now, now, I'd love to get kind of into really the, the meat and potatoes of what you guys do, you know, cybersecurity as a whole. Walk me through just, I guess, a high level overview on just why, in your opinion, cybersecurity is so important in today's day and age. I know you had mentioned that when you guys got started in 2012, obviously this cybersecurity conversation has grown drastically over the last, you know, almost 10 years now. Walk me through why this is so important for any company, any business, anything overall these days. Well, I, you know, from a, a business standpoint, I'm a small business owner. We always want to have as much information about our business as we possibly can. Um, and so there's definitely that aspect from a, a management standpoint. But when it really comes to security, uh, the amount of breaches, the amount of data that we've seen uh just exploited, put it on the dark web, um, ransoms paid, it, it really becomes a community issue. So everyone's connected. Um, we notice with the Colonial Pipeline, uh, when you hit a supply chain, uh, you're affecting every business that runs off of that. In the case of gas, obviously, we're affecting a lot of people. Um, but I think it's, it's really a community effort um, that not only your business, but making sure that the vendors you deal with are following the, the same protocols. I think we all remember Target uh, getting hacked, and that was actually done by an HVAC technician from another company. So. Wow. Yeah, I mean, it's obviously a super pertinent topic these days, and, and there's a big compliance element within cybersecurity as well, whether it be HIPAA or, you know, the Family Educational Rights Privacy Act, even New York State has their own SHIELD Act. Walk me through, you know, what the compliance elements look like here in, in the cybersecurity space that you deal with. Um, so compliance, big difference between um compliance and, and security is, is compliance is really all of the processes and procedures and so forth that, that go along with maintaining it. Um, and security is more the, the technical aspect. What we have seen uh, is after the European Union uh, created their GDRP law, uh, California quickly followed that. New York State has done that uh, where we're located uh, with the New York State Shield Act. Uh, and so really what those compliances are, are laws that are put into place to make sure that 
not only you have the technical uh, procedures and, and systems in place, but you're also handling employee attestations. You are doing regular assessments to see where your vulnerabilities are and you have a continuity plan or a recovery plan um, to address those issues and to, to move along cybersecurity maturity, which is really the, the long-term conversation is this cybersecurity fight is, is probably never going to be over. It's an evolving situation. Um, and so really what compliance does is make sure that you are evolving your technology and security along with um, what's considered uh, best in class or, you know, services. Sure. I mean, preemptive measures is the name of the game here when it comes to, you know, compliance or the or the security side of things. Now, I'd like to get into the security side of things that you guys specifically do with your clients when you're called upon. First and foremost, uh, I would imagine in just purely educating a given company's employees, you know, that employee education, I bet, is probably a pretty, pretty big role in what you guys do when you work with a small business. <laughs> Talk to me a little bit about this and how you guys go about educating employees. So we have several forms. We obviously do some on-site trainings. Uh, we have a myriad of, uh, you know, weekly security short videos that go out to our clients, uh, annual cybersecurity training uh, where everyone's graded and so management can see, uh, you know, where their staff is at and if there's an opportunity for more training uh, somewhere. But it really comes down to... Uh, education is number one. Even if you're going to implement all the security policies, um, if you're not training your staff on what those changes are, you're, you're causing yourself an infinite number of problems. Uh, mm -hmm. FBI has said uh, recently that 95% of all ransomware attacks are coming from emails or a link, link that shouldn't be clicked on. Uh, and training is really the only way to prevent that, right? So we can have all the, the security in the world and we can catch things after they've been clicked on. But that initial point of entry uh, is extremely dangerous. And the only way to confront it uh, is with constant updated training for employees and staff. Sure. It's, it's, you know, it takes two seconds to click a link, you know, maybe even one, <laughs> but, and all of a sudden you've got a world of problems on your hands. So the education obviously is a big prevention element of it. Walk me, you had mentioned earlier, you know, the dark web and, and ransomware that can play a role in this whole cybersecurity conversation. Talk to me a little about, a little bit about how your company innovative technologies handles dark web scans uh, as kind of a starting point for, for some of the small businesses you work with. So uh, dark web scans at this point are a necessity in my mind. Um, really, they should be done on a, on a very regular basis. Uh, clients that are on uh, any of our managed services plan, we're doing that daily. Uh, and basically what we're doing is scanning. We're using multiple tools to scan all of the dark web locations where your data could be sold. Uh, and basically that returns us your email address, any personal information that was identified uh, with that email, email address, including passwords. Um, and it's usually a first step because um, when we first uh, start speaking with a prospect, it comes down to what's your current situation. 
And the dark web scan is really the first step in that because we initially need to know exactly what your biggest threats are. And if your email passwords are, are out on the dark web, that needs to be immediately addressed. Absolutely. And Paul, a big part of this conversation, it really comes down to just knowledge as a whole. When you, I feel like in, you're going through your conversations with clients and you know what we had just talked about employee education, but really you guys over at Integrated Technologies or excuse me, Innovative Technologies, you guys go through this process of really trying to just touch the entire culture of a given business and really infuse that that level of, of integrated cybersecurity knowledge as a whole. Walk me through why it is you guys feel so strongly about really getting into the core of a small business and helping everybody have this foundational knowledge of cybersecurity from the get-go. Why is this so important? I think it touches every aspect of your business, right? So mm -hmm. when you put security uh, in place, one of the first things we do in an assessment is identify where your information is stored, right? Where do we have email addresses, social security numbers, credit card numbers, those kind of things. Um, and on that initial assessment, we always find the same thing. Um, and that is that companies really don't know where all that data is stored. Uh, they know the main place that it's supposed to be stored, um, but we always end up finding download folders, other shared folders that have that information. Um, and so what we're really doing in that assessment is helping you not only become secure, but we're helping you streamline your information flow within your business. Um, and we run everything on a zero trust policy. So, um, let's say you have a secretary and you have some nurses, the things that the nurses need access to is not the same thing that the secretaries need access to. Um, and so identifying where that data lies, how it's being handled and addressing those workflows increases efficiency uh, exponentially over time. And it's simply a product of putting the security measures in place. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just that foundational knowledge that just breeds better practices for a given company. So it's really that, you know, grassroots kind of effort to revitalize or to reinforce, you know, just best practices as a whole when it comes to cybersecurity knowledge. And, and that is a super important part of what you guys do. And so I think I appreciate you kind of walking me through why it is so important and why you guys have a heavy focus on that specifically. You know, there's. And in kind of that same vein of that conversation, Paul, you guys have a firm belief over at Innovative Technologies that your relationship with your IT individual should be the same as your relationship with your best friend, meaning that you should be able to be brutally honest with one another. Talk to me about why you guys have this, this which I love this mantra. Why do you guys have this in place? Um, so that really came about. Uh, from all the difficult conversations that I first had uh, mm. when we went into market with our security plans. And so, uh, you know, I have a best friend. Um, I'll call him Kyle because that's his name. Um, and we've been friends since we were children. And so when I look at my business and my relationship with my clients, I kind of relate back to that. We've been friends for years and there's been years in between where we just didn't speak. Um and the thing with best friends is they can tell you things that no one else can tell you, right? They can tell you the hard truths that you need to hear at the, the time you need to hear them. Uh, and so for me, and the reason why I mentioned Kyle is we had one of those conversations and it actually led to me losing 120 pounds. Uh, and so 
I look at that in the same vein that I, that I look with my clients. There's a lot of people out there that will take a sale. We don't want the security package. Um, we just want the bare minimum that we think we need to have. Uh, and that's just not a right fit for us. Um, mm-hmm. I, you know, there has to be a conversation. No, you need to do this. And, and those conversations are difficult. Absolutely. And when it comes to the overall security and infrastructure of your business, I mean, this is not something you want to necessarily cut corners on, is it, Paul? You know, you want to make sure that you're putting in all your time, your energy, your effort to reinforcing the security knowledge, making sure your systems are up to date and ahead of the, you know, the latest and greatest technology, if you can be, that is. But, you know, there's just a lot to consider within this. And I just I love that that, you know, mantra that you guys, you know, you have baked into your company and that you really do need to be brutally honest with with your IT service provider and vice versa, you guys with your clients, Paul, to switching gears, very, very, you know, very slightly, you, you've been featured in a few publications here. I know you, in fact, one of your books that you've already written, it's already been published, delete the hacker playbook. Uh, you know, it's, it's available. Um, I would love to hear, you know, kind of summarize this book as a whole. And then I know you've got a few other you know publications that you're working on that are going to be released here in a bit, but, uh, walk me through this book that's already been published and, and what kind of information lies within it. And this is the book, delete the hacker playbook. So really what this came out of was um, some extremely long meetings over and over again, um, discussing topics, uh, you know, what are cloud services, what are hackers actually doing, what is a phishing scam, uh, because what we found is, is even though people are seeing these stories on the news, you know, the general uh, business owner didn't seem to have what we consider to be enough knowledge to be adequately defending Mm -hmm. themselves. Um, And so I put the book together as a general overview of, you know, these are what the services are. These are the the dangers that we have just to familiarize people. Um, I, you know, a lot of the issues we always say, no tech speak, um, and it becomes problematic. Uh, there's so many definitions and different acronyms in, sure. in tech. And so uh, just wanted to give business owners that base knowledge of, of these are the things that we're discussing and these are the reasons why they're important. Uh, and if- so there's a lot of great information in there. Sure. And, and Paul, I was just going to ask, you know, if, if there's a business owner watching this, listening to this right now, uh, where might they be able to find this book so that they could access this kind of information? Um, so it's great that you asked that, um, because I, I have a new book coming out, we're giving away the old book on our website. So at upstatetechsupport.com slash cybersecurity book, they can download the PDF version of delete the hacker playbook. And they will also get, um, you know, the updates for our, our my new upcoming book. Very cool. Very cool. So the, and, and your upcoming book titled Cyberstorm, walk me through what you're trying to accomplish with, with this new book. Um, it's, a, it's a much deeper dive. Um, it's a co-authored book. And so there's um, several experts that were asked to weigh in and author this book um, to really give some detailed information. Um, I, I get in a real deep dive into HIPAA compliance and what that means, not only for covered entities, but for all the businesses that deal with uh, medical associations, even medical billing, um, where that uh, compliance over overlaps. 
Gotcha. Now, I mean, and because that is a whole other world to really kind of dive into and explore. So, you know, we'll keep our eyes peeled for that one. Again, release date coming in early 2022, it sounds like, for Cyberstorm. Uh, you know, Paul, if anybody is listening to our conversation today, maybe it's a, a business owner that exists up in, you know, in your upstate New York region, right around the Malta, New York, where you guys are headquartered, and they're interested in in anything that we had talked about, whether it be your company, maybe a dark web scan, anything that uh, you know could really drive their business forward and help bolster their current cybersecurity strategies and plans. How could they go about getting in touch with you, looking you guys up? What's the best method uh, to you know to get on the phone with Paul and to try and schedule something? Um, pretty simple. Uh, just pick up the phone. Uh, it, the number is 518-900-7004 um, and schedule a 10-minute discovery call with me. During that call, we can get a dark web scan done um, and actually have something meaningfully for you uh, so that if you do have credentials on the dark web, we can identify that and you can change those passwords right away. Um, and, and we can take a look at where you stand in terms of your cybersecurity. I love that. So a nice thorough discovery meeting with you, you know, just by picking up the phone, Paul, throughout our conversation on cybersecurity, compliance, you know, everything that you guys do at Innovative Technologies, was there anything I didn't ask you about that you wanted to make sure that you shared with our audience today? I don't believe so. Not to put you on the spot or anything. <laughs> <laughs> No, I just want to make sure, of course, we cover, you guys do a lot of great work in this cybersecurity space. You have a lot of great relationships with small businesses in upstate New York. And, uh, you know, your your reviews, your, you know, your company experiences, they speak for themselves. So keep up the great work, Paul. Really appreciate you taking some time to, to share, you know, your industry insights, what you guys do over at Innovative Technologies. And then, uh, you know... Actually, I'll tell you what, Paul, I do have one final question, and it really is a kind of a backbone, really, of the show, and that's the differentiating factors. What is it that makes you guys so unique from other MSPs in the area, in the country, maybe even in the world? Why should somebody be working with you? I, I really think it comes down to the community aspect and the best friend approach that we take to IT. Um, everyone who's a client of ours is honestly held to, to a higher standard than, than most folks are. Um, we believe in those hard conversations, but we believe in them to keep your business running. Um, and I honestly feel it's a community effort. It you know, all of our businesses are connected. And I think in the last year we've absolutely learned what that means. Um, sure. and I just think it's, it's the right approach community effort, the best friend personality and, and mentality. I love that. Paul, you mentioned community effort. You guys do a handful of community service, you know, working with some nonprofits, you know, you guys, I, I think do a few charity events. Do you have anything to share on this, in this scope? Uh, certainly. So I, I come from a family background of service, uh, military, healthcare, law enforcement, uh, firefighters, you, you name it. Um, Unfortunately, those things weren't really for me. Um, and so I, I try to play my part in that community service where I can. Mm -hmm. um, it's just, it's vital in my mind uh, to keep things going. I, I went to school at a small place called Southlands Falls High School. Uh, and we did a thing there called the, the marathon dance where every year we danced for 24 hours and, and raised money uh, for a local charity. And that's really stayed with me since then. I've 
run several musical uh, charity events for cancer. I've been a part recently of a event for St. Jude's that raised one and a half million dollars. Uh, so it's, it's something I'm proud of and continue to do. Well, we, we appreciate you, you know, giving back to your community. It's always so such an important element within business as a whole, not only forging those great relationships with small businesses and your clients, but also finding ways to integrate your services back into the community in one shape or another. So tip of the cap to you and the team over at Innovative Technologies. But look, Paul, really appreciate you taking some time today to kind of peel back that curtain, share some of these differentiating factors as well as your industry expertise. And hey, I'm looking forward to when we have you back on the show already. Thanks so much today. I appreciate it, Ryan. Thank you so much. Alrighty. And look, hey, we want to take a moment to thank you, our audience, for tuning in to another episode of MSP Success Spotlight. As Paul just mentioned, you can feel free to give his offices a call at 518-900-704. Again, 518-900-7004. You can meet with, have a quick little discovery meeting with, with Paul. He'll go through, give you a free dark web scan to kind of see what exists in terms of your company out on the dark web and get that conversation started. So look, once again, we thank you for joining us here on the show today for Paul Tracy. I'm Ryan Ruff saying so long and we thank you so much for joining us again once more on MSP Success Spotlight.